0: Hey, you, my entrepreneurial friend of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design, because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today the Araquil people of the Bunjalung nation and pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Are you ready to win at the game of life? Well, throw out that rule book and get down to the business of being the best and most authentic version of you. Welcome to the Human Design Podcast. We're changing the rules around success, abundance, purpose, love and life, where we're creating a planet where everyone can thrive in a world that loves and supports each other. I'm your host, Emma Dunwoody, a qualified master coach, human design expert, podcaster, and entrepreneur that is living the life of my dreams, breaking all the rules while doing it, making a huge impact, and living my design and manifesting miracles on the daily. Join me as I break down and simplify everything you need to live in alignment with your human design, teach you how to recondition your unconscious mind for greatness, and to take back your power. So you can manifest your heaven on earth and serve the rest of the planet at the same time. It's time to give up the fear and step into your highest potential to reach for the stars, to know and live your greatness. It's what you deserve and it's what the planet really needs from you. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode I am so excited. We're going on a little bit of an adventure today. I've got another incredible teacher from HDX in 2024 here with me to do the forecast for 2024. So Heather Ivany, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad uh, I, I set it off camera, but I'm really glad that you're willing to play with
1: me. This isn't something I've done before, and we're just going to see where the records take us.
0: Yeah, which I'm so super excited about. And for the people listening, um, if you haven't heard me talk about this, because I know you guys have heard it, um, we've got all the teachers coming up on the podcast in all sorts of different ways, which I'm so excited to share. I think Heather's going to be the first one that you hear from. And I'm sure you'll hear from her throughout 2024 on the podcast as well. And one of the uh, big things that I hear a lot in my community is like getting to this place of trust and faith with your connection your clairvoyance or all your clairs and your your intuition so um i'm super excited to have you a part of the hdx teaching team to be helping everyone dive deeper into their you know connection to source next year
1: yeah well it's fun cuz it's also fun for me because i get to take what i do with the akashic records and i get to blend it into another topic of human design and a different audience cuz A lot of what I do when I'm doing an Akashic training, it's like relevant for life. It's not just specific to the Akashic records. So absolutely, we all have clear abilities. Many of us, I would say most of us are actually multi-clares. And oftentimes what the missing sort of connection is, is that we have a idea of what we think a clair should look like and if we don't present in that way then we assume that we're not that clair so the fun thing that I get to do when I hang out with your audience is actually just show the mirrored of ways someone can actually be clairvoyant which is your inner seeing and the mirrored of ways someone can be clairsentient which is how you feel things viscerally and so on and so forth so
0: mm-hmm. I
1: love it I love that we both get to stretch ourselves in this way.
0: I know. And I'm so excited. I'm also, you know, my 16 that is in my purpose or my design earth, uh, which is all about mastery and mastering different skills and being that lifelong learner. I'm so excited that I get to be a student, um, that I get to (laughs) learn, like, like learn along with my entire HDX community. So it's super exciting. Now, today, we are going to do a forecast for 2024. Um, we're going to go into the Akashic Records. Oh, you know what? I wanted to share, listeners, just because I need to give Heather another shout out. Um, one of the game changers that we worked on, you and I worked on last year, and you also presented in HDX when we did our Purpose and Abundance online retreat. The game changer is the way you spoke about purpose, that like as the personal purpose, um, as the, I think it was, the and the business purpose. And then the third one was like the sole purpose. And it blew my freaking mind. And then we did an Akashic Records session where we just did a big conversation about my business. We took that away. Like Taylor listened to it. We took it down. We created a strategy and just grew our business off it. So I love the way that you have really like helped us grasp um, and really embody and bring our human design to life through like, just like what you said, like bringing the Akashic records or our intuition or whatever it is, like bringing it all together to really create this life, this of freedom, this true authentic expression of who I am and why I'm here. So I just wanted to say an awesome big thank you for that.
1: No, you're welcome. Purpose is a big topic that I like to talk about. And I think the thing that kind of holds us up a lot is we think of purpose as being static. And so purpose is actually energy, and energy is always malleable and dynamic. So as Emma grows and expands, your purpose grows and expands with you. As your business grows and expands, your business purpose grows and expands with you. And when we can see it from this perspective, then it just takes the hierarchy away from like the thing that I was doing before was less than and the thing that I'm doing now is more advanced. When if we start to look at it as we're always on our purpose, we're always on purpose and we're just unfolding into the next becoming of ourselves and therefore the next becoming of our purpose, then it starts to become more playful and more enjoyable. And we get to see it as as a bit of a game and a dance and a field that we can co-create with
0: yeah i love that i love that and for me the whole my business is its own identity um entity that it's its own has its own purpose was so freeing like it took Mm. so much pressure off me i was like okay yeah because i feel it i can definitely and um if anyone's listening and you love the sound of that you can actually purchase the purpose and abundance online retreat that we did within hdx or you can come and join hdx and you get access to all of these things um and it was so freeing for me because in that that um, session that you ran, like you actually, we could feel into like my own soul journey versus my business and I was like, wow, yep, I can definitely feel the difference um, uh, within how they work together but also that there is that separate part which I just thought was so cool. So thank you. Radio, so... Um, let's get into this 2024 uh, forecast. I have a few questions. I know you have a process. So how about I kind of hand over to you so you can get all cleared and opened up for the um, records and then let's go from there. I'll let you wait. Okay.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, let me just put a little caveat in before we start. So how I understand future energy <clears throat> is that it's it's energy that's waiting in potential. And so if we lean more in a certain direction or a certain path with the future, it's because there's more energy coagulating in that direction. So chances are, this is the trajectory that you're leaning into and moving towards. So just for the listener, um, know that Just how I view this is that the future is not written. It's not predestined. You're constantly shaping it by what you're doing in present moment and the actions that you're doing in present moment lean us into the possibilities of what's available in the future. Okay.
0: I love that. And I just want to add to that, like for everyone out there listening who maybe you've done your research on um, the new paradigm and started to dive into maybe you've even heard Ra Uru, whose whole big rant about the new paradigm. This is exactly what we're talking about. It's like that is just his perception of the future. Um, yes, we're going into this big paradigm shift, but it's our choice on where we focus our energy and who we choose to be and what we want to birth for ourselves and for the world that really, really matters. So there is this choice that we always have, like where do we want to put our focus, where do we want to put our energy? So I just I love that heather. I just wanted to second it. Yeah it's important. And then where we're going right now
1: with 2024, um I've chosen to go in blind. So I've done zero personal research on astrology forecast, human design forecast, haven't listened to anything for 2024. So we're going in totally blind, um, which is how I like to do this, because then the, the personal Heather doesn't try and influence how I'm reading the records. I will take just a few minutes. I'll just um, ground and center, and then I'll do my little internal opening, and then I'll see what's sitting as information that's just ready to be shared, and then we'll go into your questions. And that's how I do a reading if I'm doing a personal reading with someone or, or a business reading with someone. Same process. Okay. Amazing.
0: Yeah, let's
1: <clears throat> All right, so even if you're listening and you're driving, keep your eyes open for this part, but feel free to breathe along with us just to bring you deeper into your center so that as the record starts to reveal itself, you can feel into it with me and start to choose the parts that make sense and resonate and leave behind the parts that don't. So eyes closed. And as you are gazing at the back of your own eyelids, let that be a beautiful cue for the nervous system that it can just go onto a sense of rest, a sense of the off switch. And you're taking your focus from the external and you're starting to turn it inwards into your own inner landscape. And for the first few moments, as you bring your attention internally, naturally it'll gravitate towards the breath and see if the breath can just be wild and free. So we're observing the breath, we're witnessing the breath, we're noticing the sensations of the breath, but we're not trying to control it or manipulate it. So noticing if the breath is equal length of inhale to exhale, Noticing if the breath is shallow or deep. Noticing if the breath in its nature wants to be breathed through the nose or the mouth. And then what you'll notice is even though we're not controlling the breath, Simply by drawing our attention to it, energy moves towards the breath. The energy of the breath itself starts to become more livened. And the breath in its beautiful wisdom will start to naturally adjust itself into a more optimal placement. So you might notice that even though you're not controlling it, you're co-participating with it. And the breath might be naturally smoothing itself out. It might naturally be speeding up or slowing down. And somewhere along this highway of the breath, allow yourself to land into your own home base A place within you that feels comfortable, feels familiar. And as though you're you're settling in for a quiet cup of tea. Allow yourself to land here. And we ask that the keepers of the records banish anything from our presence that does not serve our highest and greatest good. Any souls or beings that are not serving our highest and greatest good, we ask them to get out now. And keepers of the records, we ask that the records for the year of 2024 and any other names that we use for that in this lifetime. We ask that the records be opened, that we create a safe and sacred space for our highest good and healing. The records for 2024 are now open. Okay, so as the records open, they go right from the crown of the head, almost like a pulling, a pulling of the hair is almost how intense it is as the crown chakra um, is opening from there. That's how the the records are opening, and so the the significance of that is that there's 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 not just an ascension, but a rapid ascension that's that's continuing to take place that is carrying forward from 2023, but it's it's sped up a lot. Um, in the last quarter of this year. So it's going to continue into the 2024. Um, It almost goes, okay, we're going to go a little bit galactic, which isn't totally my um, zone of of reference. So I'll do my best here as it moves into that space. So there's going to be more of a planetary fascination um, globally. in relationship to just being interested in other dimensional realms that have life on it, um, so those of you that are tired of the the talk of like the lizards still might be here, but also like the the support agents. More what's coming through is like the support that's coming um, from other realms. So you're we're going to start to see um, more people that are working with light code. So <clears throat> light code energy is, is almost like, um, it's, to me, it sounds almost like it's speaking in noise than it is actual like words and language. But when we hear someone who's a healer that works with light language, um, we don't understand what's actually being said. But the way that the, the sound is coming out, it has almost a, a feeling or a semblance of being home. So we're going to have more people be attracted to learning light codes, having light code healing. And so more of an openness and an expansion in our belief systems as to um, having lifetimes on other planets, but also being able to access support from other planets. So people will be channeling more and more as we move into 2024. Okay, Anything else that wants to come through for... Okay. And then I'm just going to shift um, into humanity here just a little bit. Okay. So keepers of the rest. So there's just a really, um, it's a strong frequency too. It has a pulse to it. So we're going to see a lot of contraction and expansion, contraction and expansion, almost to the point where it can kind of make um, someone dizzy with like, oh my God, this moment was wonderful and amazing and incredible. And then they turn their head and they see something catastrophic and traumatic and really challenging. And and it's just this constant ping-ponging back and forth between the beauty and um, the hardship. There's um, a strong, very strong resolution to really understanding who you are. So the ability to be very confident um, with who you are as an individual, knowing what it is that you want and what you don't want, Um, being able to hold your center and not be pulled into uh, the distraction of the periphery is going to be like non-negotiable. I'll use that language. Those that are still wobbling and being being easily swayed, um, it's going to get very exhausting for you. So the more that we can pull in and anchor into just our own knowingness, our own nature, our own truth, our own sense of self, this is going to be... Um, these will probably be the game changers. The people that are sort of leading, uh, the trailblazers will be those that are just really steady with what their knowings are, with with how they relate, what they're here to be doing, um, because they will have the least sway as things start to intensify. So confidence is key. Um, practices for mental health, whatever that is, for someone. Physical movement, meditation, um, reading positive affirmations, whatever it is, this again non-negotiable. And so there'll be those that are um, really interested in the, in the paradigm of like, what am I creating? What am I growing into? What am I expanding into? These are going to be the ones that are going to write the books. They're going to start the programs. They're going to change their business projection. They're going to become entrepreneurs. They're going to they're going to just lead, uh, and then. This is this is incredibly supportive because there are still people that are going to be questioning, wondering, not quite sure. Um, so they need places that they can go into. So places like your mentorship, Emma, and the mentorship that I have and people that just have a system in place where people can routinely come back in and be able to find their their feet again. And then they go back out and do whatever it is that they do. But having a place to come into and just reset. That's a really good word to use, reset. Okay. It's quiet. So that's my little indicator to lean into you and see where you want to go, what you want to ask, how you want to play.
0: Well, I felt like all of that was so spot on and especially for the community that we have in HDX, because so often, even when that maybe not necessarily when everyone joins up, but by the time they've been there for any period of time, they do Realize their power, and you know they they end up being the leaders of this this time of change. So I loved hearing that. And I felt like that was a special little nod to our HDX members. I also I thought it was fascinating. You know that um, the dance, the polarity between great beauty and you know great hardship. Uh, I feel like that pendulum has been swinging this year in twenty twenty three. Um, And to hear that that's going to happen, you know, potentially quicken, which would make sense because we're in this huge um, time of change. So we're in the messy middle at the moment, um, which tells me, you know, the work that we're doing here, um, you know, in your community and my community is paramount because it's building belief in ourselves you know knowing ourselves better than we've ever known ourselves before building trust building confidence it's so funny you said um confidence i'm like wow we're really talking about confident authenticity you know like Hmm. that's a lot of what we talk about in hdx so i feel like already the messages are very you know very much for this community for these podcast listeners what i would love to do and again you know my intention is to get this information predominantly for the listeners of this podcast and secondarily for HDX as well, um, which I think will also kind of, you know, potentially slant the information a little bit more because these are going to be people that are very aware of the world is far from perfect and it's their responsible to focus on potential, not struggle, um, while doing the healing along the way So I don't want you to avoid the stuff we need to heal. So one of the questions that came through to me that I would love to hear um, from you from the records is like with 2024, what are the, the important foundations that we need to put into place for, you know, going, moving forward?
1: Like what are the seeds that we're planting or what needs to be foundation before we go in?
0: Yeah, I reckon the foundation before we go in, like who, yeah who do we need to be or, um, yeah, what are the foundational pieces for us to move forward? And what I'm getting now is like as we move closer to 2027, you know, what are these foundational pieces that we need to put into place so that as we grow and evolve and we get to know ourselves better and we build our confidence and our courage and we get more aligned to our design and our jankies um, and our intuition, and our gifts and all those things, like what, what are the base level foundations we need to put in place?
1: Okay. So if you're listening, I'm just closing my eyes. I'm going in. I'm asking the question, keepers of the records, what are the foundational pieces that are needed before we go into 2024? Uh, so the, the, the big word that's coming through is the word informed, but to actually take the time to discern for yourself what being informed means. So um, instantly, I would say the majority of people when they hear the word informed, they move to, you know, news channels and maybe um, alternative news as to how to stay informed. But um, what's sort of coming through as an undercurrent with that is what does it mean for you to be informed? So for someone informed, could be that they are informed as to what it is that keeps them in health and what it is that um, depletes their energy, and how can they be informed as to which side of the fence they're hanging out on so that they can be proactive before things start to slip too quickly. For others, informed might be like, where are you at with your human design? How much are you understanding it? Where are you pretending to understand where you're not? Um, If this is where you lead yourself from and where you lead others from, really making sure that you're understanding how well informed you are with your human design. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taking the time to find the attics and the basements that you're kind of ignoring because it's complicated or... You just don't want to dive into and taking the time to just go into those rooms and really comprehend them. Because if this is your agency of communication, this is how being more informed in this way is going to be more supportive to you than being informed with what's happening across the world, for example. Okay. For others, it's going to be informed in the sense of like your food, your diet, what works, what doesn't work, what like, Everyone drinks coffee, but maybe you can't drink coffee. Everyone is doing no meat. Maybe you need to be doing meat. So really making sure that you're informed as to like what keeps you in health. So the foundation is, first of all, understanding what the word informed means to you. And then really honestly doing a search in that arena to see where the missing pieces are and bring them to come and sit at your table. Let there be more of a holisticness that you're gathering as your foundation. So that's kind of where it's stretching into after you're informed is like in being informed is part one. And then part two is like, now that you're informed, how can you bring this into a greater sense of wholeness within yourself so that all the members of your team are sitting at a round table and they all get to have um, a voice as to where you're going and, and how you're getting there.
2: Okay, my business owners, people who want to start a business, anyone who wants to use human design in your business, do not hit the fast forward button. Emma will be with you in like 30 seconds, but until then, just hear me out. I want to share with you one of the best pieces of advice that we've ever received in running our own business, and that is to always be looking for ways to move people from a platform that you don't own to a platform that you do own. What does that mean? That means that moving people from your socials, podcast, anything like that, platforms that you don't own onto a platform that you do own, meaning your email list, is one of the most important strategies when you're running a business. And the way that Emma and I do that in this business is through the human design chart software that we have on our website that we get asked about every single day. And if you know anything, you know that we are obsessed with it because not only has it brought in nearly 20,000 new leads into our business in less than 18 months, which is just absolutely insane. It also helps us communicate with our audience, build a community, nurture people, show them how much we love them, give them free resources, information, teach human design the way that we wanna teach it and direct them to other modalities that we're passionate about. This Bodygraph Chart software is such an amazing tool that if you use human design in your business in any capacity, I cannot recommend it enough. If you're ready to get this on your website ASAP, and again, I couldn't recommend it more. Just go to the link in the show notes and find the link for Bodygraph Chart and these people are amazing. Their customer service is amazing and they have offered all of our listeners 50% off of the software for 12 months if you use the code human design podcast. All together, all lowercase. So please go check that out. Please don't hesitate putting this on your website. It is a game changer. And again, it's moving people from platforms that you don't own to platforms that you do own so that you can grow your business, thrive, build a community and serve them in a way that makes sense for you. So go do it. What are you waiting for? Enjoy this episode.
0: Mmm. Oh, my goodness, I love that. And as you started speaking, I was like, it's the human design experiment and discovering, you know, what is true for you, so much of what you were just talking about. Um, And, yeah, I've even created an experiment model for those guys out there um, curious that it's – at the moment it's inside HDX. I don't think I've taught it outside of HDX, but, um, yeah, it's the experiment. I love what you said, that piece like – Because I think so often in all areas of our life, obviously I'm just going to talk about the context of human design or the gene keys, uh, but all areas there's what I would call the elephant in the room, you know, like we need to get the elephant out in front of us and have a chat and address that elephant. I love that. I think that's so powerful. And that distinction between being informed when you said that between like the news, let's say, or alternative news versus the internal informed um, because what what I feel into when you say that is the difference between being informed by those who want to inform you of what they think you need to know and how you need to behave versus the truth of who you are and what is really important to you. Well,
1: absolutely. And then even taking that a little step further, like how exhausted am? Um, like I'll speak of myself first, I'm so exhausted of being told what to talk about. Yeah. I want to talk about what has meaning for me, not talking about what I'm being told to talk about. So even that alone is just I'm I'm now finding like my tribes of like, okay, is anyone else exhausted from the conversations that we're being told to have? And does anyone want to go here? And then just how refreshing it is to to sit in those pockets and hang out yeah. together. Um the other piece that's just interesting to play with is you know, um, when we're told that it's important to be informed, I find it fascinating how much intellectual relevance will give someone if they're quote unquote informed with what's happening globally. But yet that same individual has no idea with what their likes and their dislikes are, um, how their triggers are playing out how their belief systems are controlling them. Like it's it's really it's it's now almost a fun conversation to just flip the question to be like, well, how are you, how are you internally reform, informed? And there's just a very strong desire for people to get more quiet in that way.
0: I love it. And from a behavioral <clears throat> point of view, like you talking about um, that that being informed and having all of the information from a behavioural point of view, like this is also a way that people unresourcefully prop themselves up through the frame of human design. It's like those of you that are out there gathering all of the information, yet you're not actually running the experiment. It's those people that are out there who are so um, intertwined with the news, yet they're not, as you said, they're not at all in touch with themselves, like um to the point where they don't even notice that they need to go to the toilet until they're absolutely busting or they're, they're starving hungry. They have no idea until someone asks them if they're hungry. Like, And I think that from a behavioural perspective, it is 100% an avoidance tactic. It's the way that the ego and the mind keeps you separated from the wisdom and keeps you the same and stuck. It's also the way that we're conditioned um, and, you know, they've created an obedient society through through knowledge and information and telling you the knowledge and the information you need to have as opposed to this part of you that's going, no, hang on. What getting still and allowing to come through the gaps, okay, well what what do I need to be informed about? What is important to me? What's true for me?
1: Perfect. Well yeah. said. Yeah.
0: I love it. Okay. So the next question I would love to um to ask is, what is the most important thing? And I know that's kind of an absolutist question, so it maybe not most the important, but what is the important thing we need to stay focused on in 2024? Keeping in mind that our focus is the most powerful thing we have, it's the thing that's going to dictate the way we feel, it's going to dictate the language we use, it's going to dictate what we manifest, the reality that we create. So what is our most important focus for 2024?
1: I hereby transmute all static distortion interference in all timelines, dimensions, and realities. What's most important to focus on? Okay. It wants to ask if it's individually or um, collectively.
0: Oh, great question. Let's go individually.
1: Okay. What wants to be focused on most individually for 2024?
0: Okay. So the word that's
1: coming through is nature. I'm just going to tease it out a little bit more. Okay, it's just gonna riff for a little bit. So um, the comprehension that we are of nature, we come from nature, so therefore we are nature. Um, that alone, just that like comprehension of being of nature. And then watching how nature just is its nature. So like a tree is just a tree, it doesn't try to be a shrub, right? The The bear doesn't try to be a deer. So just how nature allows itself to be its nature and how we can come more into the truth of our own nature, like, like that part of us that, that knows how without needing the cognitive brain to teach it how, just that inner knowing part of ourselves. So three parts. So one is um, the importance of being in your nature. So you use the word authentic self. It's the same conversation. I'm just using different languaging so being in your own nature and the then the importance is then not just to be in your nature but also to be able to stand in your nature right to actually be in your nature when you'd rather conform and then the second part is like the the connectedness of how we are nature and so just that recognition of we There just is a connection, whether you like it or not, everything's connected and you can't actually even operate without connection. I mean, even if you're just sitting at home ordering Amazon, someone has made the thing that's being delivered to you and someone's delivered it to you. So that in its own element is connection. And then the third component is just like nature as its own standalone, being in nature, getting in nature, play with nature, like go back into that primitive wild essence of yourself because what's sort of happening is that uh, we're becoming very, very domesticated and the domestication is like putting us in cages. So we're seeing like an increase in tendencies of, of depressive energies and, and anxious energies because we're just, we're not able to express our wildness. So how can you, um, allow yourself to be in nature almost every day if possible. Uh, even if you have to drive to it, or even if you're sitting with a house plant, because you live in an apartment in a, in a city somewhere, allow yourself to converse with the plant, even in your house. If it's that minute of a detail, do it. You can see in the background. We talked about it. I got poplar trees in my office because there's no windows that open. So I just bring nature into my space so I can be in nature, even when I'm not in the actual nature. Um, So that's also really important. And there's almost like um, a reclaiming our wild that wants to take place. Yeah.
0: So that word wild over the last 12 hours, I keep hearing people say it. And every time I hear someone say it, it's like my entire sacral just goes, yes. Like it's screaming for that, that wildness. Um, And I just wrote it down again when you were speaking I just love that. And I love what you were saying because, again, I'm hearing this. You want going deeper into our authentic truth, our our heart, our soul. Um, Yes, we use the modality of human design and the Gene Keys. However, it's your authenticity, whichever way you get there. It's like really diving into that. Um, And as you were talking about the plant, the uh, you know, if you live in an apartment and you just have a plant, I'm sitting here, like you can see two behind me in the video. There's two right here in front of me. There's 10 in my room. There's two in there. sorry, there's three in that room. There's two in the bathroom and there's about uh, 12 just outside this window. And, um, and I live in a place where I experience a lot of nature every day, but I tell you it is a game changer. Um, it's like, and you even said right at the beginning of, I think, that piece it was like you were clearing the frequency and that's how the plants make me feel. So I was like, mm. wow, I feel like I'm getting lots of nods of like, yep, external external clues. Yep, yep, this is all bang on.
1: Yeah, and that wild can also be like dance, like just allowing yourself to just even move in patterns that aren't habitual. Like when you're dancing, can you dance in a way that's not your like cool way of dancing, like dance in a non-patterned way? can you, pardon me, par, um, moving in a sense of um, allowing yourself to make noise also, like like what are some noises that want to be let let loose when you're in that dance mode? So you're just allowing the wildness to express itself in whatever way it wants to express.
0: Oh, my God, I love this because I've just got another external clue, like for being a, a, an MG myself. Um, things to respond to. I looked at my aura ring this morning, um, and it said, "Oh, you know, un, um, you know, workouts that I hadn't actually ticked off for yesterday." And one of them, it was like dancing. I'm like, "I didn't dance yesterday. Like, what was I doing that it thought I was dancing?" And um, I, I worked it out. But the point is, and it was just walking. Uh, but I must have been walking in a weird way or something. It doesn't matter. But the point <laughs> is. Matter um exactly i think oh you know what it was it was i was throwing the chucket for bear so it was like because i was throwing the chucket and i was kind of turning around in the park i was listening to music so maybe i actually was kind of dancing point is um that this has come up three or four times and i said to a girlfriend the other day do you want to go dancing let's go dancing so oh my god that's it i'm, I'm like where we live is like party central for summer party central. There's like 50 different places to dance. So I'm going to go out and dance. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. You've given given me something to respond to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any permission anyone needs granted, go for it. Yeah. I love
0: it. (laughs) Awesome.
1: And then there's, um, let me just see if there's like a collective focus as well. So that was individual. So, um, um, any areas of attention collectively that are required It's kind of like pinging back and forth. It's not super stable. Um, The only word that's kind of coming through from it is humanity. So uh, I'll see if that's – oh, so it's just a one-liner, don't lose your humanity. So, yeah, don't lose your humanity.
0: Oh, I love that. And, again, I think that what's really interesting, uh, because I was talking about this today with Elijah Parker, um, the gate 36 or the 36 gene key, um, the Cidic state or the, the gift of the gate of crisis is humanity and the, the acidic state is compassion. And I feel like what you were talking about is exactly that. It's like we live in crazy freaking times. It's going to be crazy for a while. Um, learning not to take other people's behaviour personally and instead you know, being more compassionate and understanding at the same time, putting boundaries in place. You know, not putting up with um, you know behavior that's been that hurt us in the past. Like putting boundaries in place to support us moving forward. Um, and I love that. Uh, what did you say? Don't give up your humanity.
1: Um, don't don't lose your humanity. Yeah. Don't
0: lose your humanity. Yeah. I think that's yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: Anything else on that?
1: No, that was just a one-liner. It was just like a like I love it. Period at the end
0: statement. Mm, yeah. I love that. So we you know, this podcast with HDX, we've got a huge focus on purpose, on abundance, um, and really freedom, you know, the freedom to be our authentic selves and the confidence just to express that into the world. So is there anything um, in the records that that wants to be shared in regards to 2024 and creating more abundance? And I feel like we've already touched on the second part, um, being more in alignment with our purpose, and I feel like that's kind of a lot of that authenticity piece. But in 2024, how can we align, uh, how can we experience greater abundance and how can we align deeper to our purpose?
1: I love it that you went here because I was just like, before you asked that question, I just got like the ping, like we need to go into the light more. And then you just asked the question. So I love that if we're like super attuned uh, together here. Okay. Greater abundance in 2024, creating greater abundance in time. Okay. So um, actually being able to calibrate to be able to hold the frequency for greater abundance. So um, it's interesting. This is a conversation that uh, has been coming up a little bit for me um, as of late. So it's one thing to desire to be in the space of more desiring, wanting more, having more, um, expanding more, growing more. But if we don't have a nervous system that can actually hold the calibration of that frequency and the moment we tap into it, we disassociate, we get distracted. The outsider comes in and pushes us back down, and then we're 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 out of that frequency. So, the 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 biggest piece to creating more abundance is to calibrate the nervous system to be able to hold the frequency of more abundance. So, how we do this is taking couple minutes at the end of meditation, or you can just tap into it a couple times a day, where you're pulling in the frequency that you're wanting to be merging into. So if you're wanting financial abundance, if you're wanting sexual abundance, if you're wanting freedom abundance, whatever it is that you're wanting to experience more of, then allowing yourself to be in the vision with all the senses. So you're visualizing it, you're feeling it, um, like on a cellular level, like really viscerally embodying it. Uh, Also just knowing that this is yours to have, that's the claircognizance. So all of the the senses are active and alive. And then you're sustaining that for a timed two minutes. And so this starts to then train the nervous system to not just be able to hold it, but also to hunt for it. Okay. Okay. Oftentimes what happens is, yeah, I, I mean, I, a teacher that I work with, we, we've coined it together, we call it the interrupted awe. So the moment that we find ourselves in the experience of like beautiful sunset, kids playing on a playground, um, someone helping someone out, like whatever it is that just brings us into a moment of awe, what oftentimes happens is we start to feel the emotional overwhelm of it. And as it starts to rise up, we get uncomfortable with it. So we interrupt the awe and we push it aside or we bring ourselves back into the calibration of the people next to us. So so into like the, the, the norm, if you will. And what's interesting about the awe is that because it's so spontaneously pure, it's in present moment. You can't recreate it at a later time. So if you miss it or dismiss it, it's gone. It's just gone. So there's this this part of like, how can we choose to let the awe in rather than interrupting it?
0: Wow, I love that.
1: And then the part that um, the second part to your question was? the aligned purpose, be more with the aligned, purpose is that the question? How can we be more with the aligned Mm. purpose? Okay. So it's just being like ruthlessly committed to the part of you that wants to grow and, and, and transform. Um, This is purpose is so connected to the etheric self, the part of us that isn't in the 3d form. Uh, And so when we're trying to like figure out our purpose, this is where we kind of like catch ourselves because we're just beating our heads against a wall because we're trying to define our purpose from a place that's in the third dimension and purpose kind of exists in the in the fifth dimension, if you will, or higher. So um, allowing yourself to be in conversation with the, the part of you that wants to grow and expand. And so this goes back to the very beginning where we were talking about confidence, where this is where the confidence is such a key component to this, because if we can't be our own cheerleaders and support the, the step into the part of us that wants to grow and change, then it's really hard to initiate that spark. And so once the spark is initiated, then your purpose is going to naturally unfold alongside you and present itself to you. Uh, just by following the trail of the part of you that wants to grow and expand. Now, this isn't This isn't to say that following this trajectory means that it's all roses and unicorns and, and butterflies. It's simply that this is the flow state of the change. And so how can we be a part of, if you want to be in the new paradigm, the new paradigm is completely changing itself yeah. daily, like, scaffolding coming down and scaffolding being built back up systems collapsing and new systems growing. So if we're not comfortable with the uncomfortableness of change, it's going to be hard to step into this paradigm. So how to be more in alignment with our purpose is by creating like same thing how I was saying, calibrating to the awe, calibrating yourself to be comfortable with the uncomfortableness of change. And some of us thrive off change. We love it. But for others, it's incredibly terrifying. It has so much fear and doubt riddled into it. It makes us almost inert. We become frozen with it. So it's allowing ourselves to just, as we sit in the presence of awe and letting the awe fill ourselves up, sitting in the presence of the, the potential change that's happening and appreciating that this is probably the hardest part is the anticipation of the change. And then once we're through the gate and on the other side and and answering the call of the version of ourselves that wants to grow and expand and and into our becoming, that's another language we can use, then purpose is just like right on the heels, just naturally unfolding itself with us. Mm -hmm. Which I know as I'm saying this, this is like super reflective in what you guys talk about in human design.
0: So much. Like everything that you were saying is like, Bang on. And, you know, going back to the money piece and how it's all a frequency, oh, my God, that's exactly why I've invited Elizabeth Ralph in to teach in HDX because the way she teaches money and abundance is all about frequency. And she's, you know, like she's been a, um, you know, a trader on the floor. Like she's, she gets it from the old pa- patriarchal um, form but she actually, like, she's the most intuitive investor. Like walking the Camino, I was like, "Wow, her like her just play investment um, little account." And she's just like, "I just lean into my intuition and I do the thing." And I'm like, "Wow, like the her investment percentage, like her return is amazing." So, wow. so that really for me is like great. You know, we're making sure that we're going to support our community in all of those ways, and what you were saying again, it's like it's all this this human design, this Gene Keys piece where we're just like, it comes back to really aligning with the truth of who you are and being super aware, like you said, that we are in the messy middle and our responsibility is to hold the potential of what's coming, not let other people tell us what to be afraid of, or, you know, what's going to trip us up or who we're not. So I I really love that, you know, like really deepening who we are, what's true for us, our experiment, we have all the tools, especially if you're in my community, you have all the tools, all the teachers, all the mentors, all the things that you need um, for this, you know, uncomfortable middle part to be as powerful and full of potential as possible. I love that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, It makes me, it makes like, it makes you want to get on with it. Yeah. Whereas oftentimes like the new year, we're like so in hesitation of it. And then it's like, no, 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 like bring it on. I'm ready. Let's rock it. Let's fucking do this.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I love that. And that's exactly how I feel, you know, especially coming off the back of a year that I have had, you know, big loss, change, grief, those sort of things. As much as I've had great wins, there's also been great challenges. Um, and I, you know, I feel like the years of running my experiment with human design has just given me this next level resiliency where I'm just exactly that, like, cool, let's do it. Like, I get this shit's going to get messy, but I've got this and I've got this community of people that have got this and I've got them, um, so let's get out there and do it. The I'm conscious of time. I want to ask two more questions. Hopefully that's okay. The thing, and again, this might be way too broad, but let's look at it individually first if possible and then collectively um and the question really is like what is the challenge that we need to look out for or what is the um you know the 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 thing that is going to challenge our growth the most Or, or or like the challenge of 2024 is it like again get that that's very broad but is there something specific
1: So keepers of the records, is there an obstacle or a challenge uh, to be aware of in 2024? Yeah, it goes kind of gangster. It's like, be aware of the spirit snipers. And that goes right to like the back of the crown of the head. So um, being conscientious of how you collapse, um, having a strategy for yourself when you can feel yourself shutting down, what are the ways that you can intercept that? Um, and, and just allow yourself to, to go back into whatever your anchor, your desire, your meaning, your purpose is. Um, and those spirit snipers are both internal and external. So the internal spirit snipers and the external spirit snipers, really allowing yourself to be surrounded with good company. That's going to be key. Um, yeah, having yourself well set up. Uh, so that can be like your, your online portal that people are a part of really feeling like they're in community. Um, You know, just a thing that's coming in from the side with that and take it or leave it. But like having a a way to create smaller groups within the portal that you have, so that they can have conversations about where they're feeling, um, you know, not as confident with their human design as they'd like to be. Um, Also being able to uh, share what their desire, what where, how they want to grow and expand, so that they can have people um, support them. A really great exercise that I've been playing with lately. <clears throat> two things: one, I give myself permission to just have a poor Heather moment. So I give myself like two to five minutes of just like, oh, poor Heather, this isn't working, and this isn't, and I just let myself do that for two minutes. Yeah. And then what I also allow myself to do is actually to be my biggest cheerleader for two minutes. Like you're fucking killing it. You're amazing. Look at all the things that you're doing. Oh my God, look at these kids that you're raising and these things that you're doing and how you're putting yourself out there. And, that, and then you just, you just let it rip for like two to five minutes. And you could do this even in some smaller containers in your portal. And it could be even like a breakout room one-on-one, but just giving people permission to just have a poor me moment when they need it. And it can even be asked, do you need a poor me moment or do you need a cheerleading moment? But this like surrounding yourself with good company is really important because the the spirit snipers are there. And if we just kind of block them all the time, it gets exhausting. So sometimes we just got to be like, oh, poor me. It's just really hard right now. I'm doing my best. And then sometimes we just need to like fight with the love and just cheer ourselves on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I love that so much. And, yeah, I think that the closer we get to the new paradigm, the well, every as we move into the future, we just have to be more and more discerning, you know. Like we've been given this incredible tool of human design that gives us this clear way to feel into our body if something is correct or incorrect for us. And the next step from that is are we actually taking our own guidance? Are we putting boundaries in place? Are we choosing the people that, you know, feel like our champions, that that our, our friends, our family that are on our team? Or are we still leaning into those old habits of going, oh, well, I just should be grateful for that person or, ah, oh, you know, like I think that's a really, really, really important thing because the more we can be with like-minded people, the more we can lean into our um, potential. And just on a good old practical level, um with hdx yeah we're going to do study groups so that is so going into nice. uh, the study groups that's yeah great. there was just like this thing from the side that was like just throw
1: this out for a, a take it or leave it to, to yeah, add to a the, poor me the community. moment
0: and then a what was the other one like a champion
1: cheerleading, moment. cheerleading 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 moment. that's yeah it. Yeah, I love it. yeah awesome wow.
0: the last question i have and i kind of feel like this might Well, actually, this is a twofold question. The question is, how can we deepen love, trust and acceptance of ourselves in 2024? Um, And maybe from that question, and I kind of feel like it's the theme of the records today. Is there a word? Is there a word that the records is kind of like, and this word is something that we can all kind of hold in our hearts for 2024 that inspires us on or you know keeps us focused or um whatever it is like so deepen love trust and acceptance of self in 2024 and is there a word that the records would like to give to my community here on the podcast in hdx in my mastermind anyone who's got anything to do with me
1: okay so um ways to deepen trust love and acceptance in 2024 okay really making sure that that um there's an anchor in place that just like it's a, think of anchor as a reset so like when um when you're starting to get confused about is this love or not if you're confused about whether or not you're in trust or out of trust um, if you're able to accept or not accept it's, it's really taking the time to have a personalized anchor. And when you start to feel like it's getting swayed, like where you're not quite sure what is um, right and what's not right for you, you lean back into the anchor. And so the anchor actually deepens the roots of those three points. So love, trust, and acceptance, okay? I love that. Um, and 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 the anchor doesn't have to be like, Connected to oneness, it can just be something that's just very personal. It doesn't have to be spiritual, it just needs to be your personal anchor. So, oh, um, I love that. Like, it could be something like, um, I've heard someone use before, um, just no mistakes that, like, there's just like, yes, we make mistakes, but there's also no mistakes. And so, yeah. his yeah. anchor is just coming back into just the reminder of like, there are no mistakes. And so, this mm. just gives him like this deeper ability to love himself to be able to trust himself and to be able to accept himself. So it doesn't necessarily have to be love or connection or these spiritual sort of etheric, um, words. It can just be something completely different. And then, and then one word for 2024, it's big. The words ignite.
0: Ooh. Oh, I love
1: that. What a great word. Ignite. ignite. Yeah. I'm just going to see if there's anything else that wants to come with yeah. it. Yeah. So it's almost like the shamelessness of setting yourself on fire. Like just be really shameless. Whatever has to burn, let it shamelessly burn. Whatever you're trying to put fuel on and what you're trying to create for yourself, be shameless about it. Like really let yourself be lit up. Yeah. Ignite. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! I
1: yeah, that's a fun that. one. I like that. That's I'm a writing that great down. Great word. Yeah.
0: yeah, same here. It's like going on the, going on the the um the little mantelpiece or the I've got my word, but anyway, um, altar. Thank you. The altar <laughs> going on the altar. Um, and you know what I was thinking? Like when you were talking before about the having an anchor, I think that's so brilliant. And one of the girls, uh, Corinne, who was at our Mexico retreat she took us all through this really simple uh, meditation to know if something's correct for you or not. And all she did was just anchor us into a loving relationship. So she just took us on this tiny little short journey, bring someone in that that loves you, um, you know, feel their love that that you have for them. And then now the love that you that they have for you. And I had both my boys in that. And it was like, wow, that's my anchor because she's Like she anchored that in in that moment. And like every time I'm like, is this love? I just feel that feeling. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's love. Or no, that's not love. So there's also like little practical little meditations that we could just take ourselves on, you know, like, um, or even a situation. It also made me think of, um, trust. When you talked about trust, I'm like, well, what, what's a lived, you know, classic line three over here? What's a lived experience of trust for me? Well, Taylor is a lived experience of trust. So, Mm. That for me is a great anchor I can lean into. Um, like that's what trust and support feels like for me um, so that we can, you know, find these little anchors. I just think that is so great because we can get so in our freaking heads about everything and every person listening to this podcast is on this journey to get out of the head and into the body and it's just about doing more of being in the body and less of being in the head. You know, we're never going to be perfect. We're human. Um so I love that that anchor idea as well, and the word ignite is epic.
1: Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking forward to just playing with this in your um, your HDX with your crew, and I come in in I think it's April to just start to weave yeah. this in a little bit more with what we're doing together there. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh my god, it's going to be so good. We're going to ignite all of the HDX community. It's going to be so much fun. So good. I'm um, all right. I'm really super conscious of time. I don't have any other questions. Is there anything else that wants to be shared with us? And then, you know, feel free to close up and do all the things.
1: No, um, that feels complete on this end as well. So we just give gratitude and thanks to all the frequencies of the records uh, for their guidance, wisdom, knowledge, and information that we've received. The records for 2024 are now closed, now closed, now closed
0: amazing well Heather thank you so much for being here Um, if you guys have loved listening to this and having an experience of Heather and her incredible gifts um, and you're curious about HDX then you just got to follow the links in the show notes you can come and join her and Elijah um, and Elizabeth Ralph spiritual investor and um, Yvette Mayer who is teaching human design and marketing you can come and join all of them as well as me and my coaching team in HDX. Like You just you can't get all of these people all at once anywhere else, and it's going to be an absolute game changer. I'm so excited because, again, as I said earlier, I get to be the student, which I'm to, going to be doing just a lot of teaching and a lot of learning, which is so exciting. So, again, Heather, thank you so much for this 2024 forecast.
1: Well, thanks for asking me to do this. This was a brand-new process for me, so um I was really honored that you asked and I'm excited that this is just stretching me in a way that I hadn't looked before. So this will be fun to play with in other modalities as well.
0: I'm so excited. And, you know, I just want to say one more thank you for all the support that you've given me since we met again, following strategy and authority through the podcast and you coming on the podcast. Um, And I feel like I've worked with you so much over that time and it's been so powerful and your energy is just amazing to be around. It's so calming and grounding and wise, um, you know, as a, a 6'2 generator. Um, are you emotional? Yeah, you're an emotional 6'2 generator. So, um, yeah, you just ooze wisdom. I just love it. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, Thank you, everyone, for playing along at home. I trust you got what you needed from today's episode. If you are curious about HDX, just follow the link in the show notes. If you're curious about Ether, Heather, not Ether, Heather, follow the links in the show notes. We'll put all of her details in there as well. Um, and, yeah, I look forward to having you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.